Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Happy almost new year. Welcome to our final show of Tech Talk for 2023. We are live with you on Saturday morning, December 30th, Sunday afternoon, New Year's Eve, the 31st. We are rebroadcast and then we'll have a podcast for you to listen whenever fits into your lifestyle. Glad to have you along wherever, whenever you are listening. We this weekend is myself, Alan Perry. Uh, Barbara Wilson, Monk Office. Welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Good to see you. And? I'm Brian Pavlich. It's your Tech Talk producer. And how was Daddy's first Christmas with a new one? Oh, my goodness. It was so much fun. I had no idea really, like, how he would react, but just, like, loved rolling and wrapping paper and, like... Obviously, he's, we were at my parents' house, so all his closest people are there, and he was just having a field day visiting one person or another. He's really crawling really fast, yep. and so he's, like, stomping around the house, and he learned how to climb up the stairs and, Uh-oh. you know, chase, like, playing with our puppy. Our puppy, she's two now, yep. but he's learned to, like, grab her toys and pass them to her. It's just the sweetest. He's, well, Milo's coming up on one, right? Next yes, yeah. Ten days? No. On the 7th, it'll yeah. be, yeah. Wow. Holy cow, it'll be a year since I missed Tech Talk that one day. <laughs> that was a pretty good excuse. How was Christmas for you, Barbara? Uh, Christmas is good for me. Uh, my daughter and I do a FaceTime to yep. open our gifts because she's in um, Montreal. Yeah. And uh, yeah, to the quiet time for me. That was, I think mm-hmm. that was a really good thing for Christmas this year, using technology. We had to use it during COVID. Yep because that was the only way to stay connected, you know, with that. But now it's become a thing, whether it's FaceTime or Skype or WhatsApp. So opening gifts, we did it with uh, Emma's family in Germany as well, which was really cool. Oh, very cool way to connect. It's so ubiquitous now because of the pandemic, and so many people have adopted and are that much more comfortable. It's easy to get, you know, your parents on board with FaceTiming with you and whatnot. We were over at uh, Friends for Awesome Brick Oven Outdoor Pizza dinner last Mm -hmm. night, and uh, the young guy got a 3D printer for Christmas. Whoa. Wow. From his uncle. Whoa. And I'm just yeah. thinking, wow, that, now is that a change in technology? If I had one of those in when I was in school. He already made a little tugboat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he set yeah. it up in his bedroom. He's got, you know, and he thinks this is awesome, obviously, but yeah. we're going, you know that like five years ago that would have been $10,000. <sighs> and now it's, you know, just a couple hundred dollars, things like that. So, yeah. Okay. Amazing how far that technology yep. has come. My daughter, do. my daughter uses a 3D printer quite a bit. She's an engineer. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's revolutionized so yep. many things from real estate models down to car parts to pretty well anything. If you come up with this idea for a better, you know, mousetrap, you're going to 3D print it first to see what people think and see what they think of the shapes and the corners and if it fits in the box. And so so many custom things. I got a 3D printed under desk laptop holder. It's a two tiered one. That you oh. mount so you can tuck both your laptops hidden under your desk because I obviously have two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I have my power cables just right there. So, like, they're out of sight and they're just tucked under, like, these custom 3D printed brackets. That Who printed that for you? Someone, on, someone on Etsy. It's their, like, just their tiny yeah. little business, this custom part. Oh, okay. Cool. So. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about in the show notes. This is always the quietest week of the year in terms of tech news, but there's still a couple dozen items in there. To be fair, we thought this would be a good opportunity to sort of reset and recalibrate, go over some of the things, Barbara, um, that have changed. We always have printer questions at this time of year, so it's delighted that you could come in uh, and join us. And that's one of the things that has changed on the printing world, because we've been talking about EcoTank printers. This will this will surprise some people. I went and used my... Uh, uh, co-pilot and Microsoft to ask when did EcoTank printers first come out and even I was surprised Brian to discover that we EcoTank printers first came out in 2013 mm-hmm. so we're talking 
11 year, years ago. Wow. Well, because we are heading into, into 2024. But I asked, I asked Barbara, I texted, hey, what's happening on the printer side that's new? And... Uh, yeah, we the um, Epson is now making business grade EcoTech printers. So um, they did have some before that were quite large. This has now got a much smaller footprint, and yeah. you can add in the folding and everything that the, the regular copiers can do as well. That's awesome because I, I I think I mentioned to you that I've helped some churches, a couple small real estate offices convert over because they just did not want to be paying those massive monthly bills and have this thing the size of a small deep freeze there. <laughs> You know that was churning out all the stuff on on laser printer stuff, and but some of them haven't yet because they were just kind of nervous because they've got this ginormous thing, and now I'm suggesting they go down to something the size of a microwave, and they just didn't quite have the confidence because so much depends on that. So now yeah. there's this mid-level. If you take a look in the show notes, I put a picture of just one of the ones in there that Barbara sent me. So again, the show notes, this is one of the things you can do as your New Year's resolution. If you find uh, what we do here useful is bookmark the new site if you haven't already. Go to tech, T-E-C-H hyphen, dash in the USA, talk, tech hyphen, talk, T-A-L-K dot C-A, and then bookmark that. If you're on a mobile device, uh, three dots on an Android device and add to bookmarks or add to home screen, your choice, on an iPhone or an iPad, it's the square with the arrow coming out of it. Tap that, scroll up for the option, add to home screen. You might want to change the name to Tech Talk Notes. And if you're on a, on a computer, of course, just add it, use your favorites bar adder up in the top right and add that in there. Anyway, the one that's in there, so you can see that these look... They're much narrower. They're not as wide no, anymore. No, they're not quite a, as wide. Uh, the picture you have there um, is just the base model. There yeah. are there are pieces you can add to the exit for the... Uh, yeah, if you yeah. want those things yeah. with the collating trays. and So they can staple, they can collate, they can fold. So if you're doing... Full punch, yeah. 11 by 17s and you want to fold it into a program, mm-hmm. they can do all that stuff. Yeah. Well, and we, do, we do a lot of churches as well, and we end up helping them set up uh, programs, and then they can just click on it. So, yeah, because yeah. this will be ideal. And then in terms of the ink? The ink is um, a cartridge, a very large cartridge with the ink just um, Lugging rolls around. around yeah. It. yeah, so That's a really satisfying sound. The first, Whenever <laughs> I set up eco-tanks or help people set them up, I love them, the sound. When you turn the bottle up, sound, and it goes glug, 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 glug. Yeah. You know, particularly when you're replacing the little dinky, expensive cartridges. Mm-hmm. This is really neat. Yeah. How yeah. long on with the cartridges on these ones, what do you tell people in terms of runtime? How much? How many prints? Um, I, it really depends on their coverage, yeah. right? So it's really hard to tell. Like so for a church that's printing the Sunday program, the Sunday service program? There there are numbers, which I don't know off yeah. the top of my head, but usually what I tell a customer when they get these machines is once you've gone through a set, you'll know how long they're going to last you. So but we're it, talking it's, a long time. Yes. We're not talking, yeah. yeah. So it, it is individual for each person. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Don't, Everyone prints differently. I hate to say an actual number because it's very difficult to tell, so... Yeah, but if, but if they were printing at a consumer level, we're probably talking three or four years for these because I've seen the uh, the picture of them online. They're really big tanks. Mm-hmm. They go okay. in sideways, yes, rather than upside down with the bottles the way yes. you do in the consumer. There, yeah. yeah. So you're basically and putting the bottle in the machine. Yeah, exactly. Six models which print from forty to one hundred pages per minute. So you can, however few or however many bells and whistles you feel you need and then you could always swap them over for a bigger model of or downsize if things are but it's just nice yeah. that there's now a middle that there's a middle ever there so that's item number 15 
in the show notes there. Phone lines are open on Saturday while we are live. 250-386-1161 from any phone. Star 1070 will work on a mobile phone in Canada. Texts also have to be in Canada. Sorry for our American friends. And texts go to 1070-107010. Please include your first name somewhere in the in the text, beginning or end, because that way if you text more than X characters, and I don't know what the X is, then it breaks into two or three messages. And I have to look at the last four digits to see <laughs> all, all that technology ro- rolls through there. There's lots of stuff to talk about uh, in here. We've got a couple texts uh, oh, that I'm going to try and get to early on. Uh, Jerry here. We have transferred to Rogers from Shaw. The account is in my wife's name. I'm still on a contract till next year with them, but my wife is monthly. Can we move her to Freedom without me having to uh, refinance, i.e. new contract? Um... Okay, so this is like a puzzle. The account is in your wife's name. You're on contract. Yeah. So, yes, so the account would stay in your wife's name, but you would become the only one on it. So you're continue paying off your phone on your monthly bill. Then Freedom would put in a digital request for Rogers to release your wife's number. Yes, as long as, gone, there's, yeah. as long as there's one number. There's two of you on there, as long as there's one number there. Yes. Yeah. So she would continue paying your bill, <laughs> um, but she could do that. Yes. And there are some amazing things, even for Boxing Week. The competition that started, Barbara, before in the run-up to Christmas um, took off during Boxing Week again. And there's a couple specific examples in here, uh, 10, 11, and 12, uh, we'll go through them. We'll take we'll take a quick break and come back um, because this is the time of year. We don't people don't like to make changes. That's but, true. But the pocketbook is the almighty change uh, driver. Yeah. So take a look at the items that are there. Twenty gigs for twenty nine dollars a month, or if and that's Canada U S. Or if you don't care about going to the U S., then we can get you thirty gigs for twenty nine dollars a month from Fido Virgin Plus and Kudo. And you want to check, especially if you live in a condo complex or an apartment building, normally by the mailboxes, they have a recycling tub where you can put the flyers and things you don't want. Yes, we do. You want to check through this for a special flyer with a special code on it because you can't get the best deal. This is not a typo. 100 gigs of data, unlimited Canada, USA calling. $22.50 a month for six months. Yes. But you need the code on the flyer. You can't phone up. You can't walk in. They go, yeah, we got it, but I need your code. So we'll talk about all that when we continue on our New Year's Eve edition of Tech Talk after this. It's our New Year's Eve edition of Tech Talk as we head off into 2024 in a day or two days, depending on when you're listening to us. If you're just tuning in, Barbara Wilson's in studio with Brian and myself. She is a service tech at Monk Office. And I guess we should, before we talk about these these uh, these deals, tiding on freedom, we should mention that, that one of the things that you made us very, very happy, I guess it was back in April, that if people have a jam printer or one that won't print cleanly, that we finally have a place where we can get help. That would be yeah. you and your team at Monk Office. Yep, all of our stores in, on the island uh, will take machines in. Yeah. And for $40, take a look at it, see what uh, we can do for you. 
Um, a lot of times we can yeah. we can just fix it with, for the $40. Um, yeah. If there's any additional work to be done, we'll give you a call, let you know what we think we sh- you should do or what we suggest. Or and, put it out of its misery and yeah. get a replacement. How often yeah. does that happen? Because stuff changes, right? I mean, the printers are getting cheaper and cheaper. Yeah. We had for Black Friday, we had EcoTank printers for $200, $330 models on for 200 Yes. Uh, the newer model has, you know, fewer parts, yay, yes. but also the plastic's thinner. <laughs> but they haven't had any problems. But how, how many printers do you get in in a week for you and the team? Um, because we are multiple technicians here, yeah. um, I don't know the exact number, but uh, we get more than enough to to take a look at. Um, okay, I'm not sure. It's just it's just a service that we offer. Yeah. Um, because you're largely servicing the larger, the bigger, the commercial machines. Yeah. So this is just something you can do. Yeah. On the side we keep... do house calls as well for the smaller yeah. machines. If you're having a network issue, you could call someone like us or London Drugs to come yeah. out and take a look at it. And you know, the same thing, we have a $120 uh, an hour on site and yeah. $60 minimum. So it's it's not a bad price to be able to figure out what's going on. What's your personal track record lately on being able to fix as opposed <laughs> to saying, I'm sorry, you need to replace? Um, it's pretty high to, to actually get them working. Um, that must be rewarding. Yes. I, I love being able to do that. Leave with people saying, yeah. I was going to throw it out the window, but okay. Yeah. yeah. Un- unfortunately, sometimes they're just too expensive to repair. Yeah. So they can be repaired. They're just too expensive. Yep. So the so. link is in the show notes. Item number 13. Again, forgive me because it is changed. I want to make sure everybody's got the thing. Tech-talk.ca. Bookmark that. Five locations in Greater Victoria and three more up island. Yes. So we'll do that. Okay. Uh, Let's go to the phone lines and Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Happy almost New Year. Yeah, happy New Year. Before I ask my question about car chargers, like I got a quick question. I guess about a week or two ago, I got I got a reminder from Rogers, like like because because in because in f- about four months, my value plan that I have with Shaw, because I'm originally a Shaw. Yes. And I have the cable, internet. I have the TV. TV and the and the and the digital phone, and I'm just wondering, should I should I keep renewing renewing the value plan as long again? What and what decisions like once like should I make once I because I'm because I'm happy with everything that Shaw yeah. gave me. Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, so the first decision to make is, uh, and it's not that big a decision, is whether or not you want to keep the the Shaw digital or now the Rogers. Um, home phone service there it will be going away in the next year or two uh, that they'll they will probably when you go to negotiate this they'll probably offer to let you keep that for just ten dollars a month it's come so, down so that I'll, far so I'll still be able to have like the digital phone part yeah until that becomes not a thing in Canada anymore we'll probably be one of the countries that will lead the charge on that like, like- like, like, what kind of timeline are you? What kind of timeline are you? They are you haven't talking? said, but they're, they've said when they were talking about taking over Shaw, they were talking two years, so 2025, somewhere in there. It's going to be tied into about the, the the gas-powered car. Those two will both go about the same. Like, I mean, it wouldn't be it, w- it wouldn't be that that big a deal because I'm all, already through my dad's plan. Have a cell phone through, which we had through Shaw, and we and we're now with Rogers. Yeah. And, yeah. and stuff. And, and my question on on the on the cell phone chargers is, um, what do you look 
Like I have a little port, like sort of, you know, where the in the old days cars used to have the the cigarette lighter yeah. thing. Well, I have a I have a spot for a that I can put a twelve volt charger. What do you look for? I for wouldn't do one? I wouldn't do that if you're going to charge your cell phone uh, in the car. That you can, Barbara. You can really, you know, the electronics going in. You can really damage the phone with surges coming through from a twelve volt charger in a car. If you're going to charge your phone in the car, then use a USB port. If your car doesn't have a USB port, it's up to you, but I would use one of those little portable battery yeah, packs. The only thing is, is, is with my car, is, is like, just to give you an idea, yeah. is a 2012, but it, the only thing it's got in the way of a port like that is, is, is it, I used to be able to directly plug my, my iPod into the, into yeah. the system. Oh, you mean the little 3.5 mil, the little hole? Well, yeah, sort of yeah. the one that's the sort of like that fit the that fit a USB. Yeah, the rectangular. Okay, so it's got software. a rectangular USB plug. Um, well, it's it, it specifically specifically it specifically says iPod like for iPod like. A, yeah, like okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, plug that in, and that will charge. So even if it's for iPod and going through the stereo and. Yeah, absolutely. And that's everything. fine. So it, so yeah. Uh, and then what will happen is the little chip that's in the end of the charging cable will provide the voltage regulation. So if there's fluctuations, then that won't that won't harm your... Oh, so, so it's the same kind of, like if I was using a USB... Yes. Sort of like one of those lightning, I guess they called them. Yes, USB to lightning. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, if I, like when I was using that for my iPod, it would... Yeah, it's it, not going to be a super fast charge. Um, no, but, but it's, it's going to be, be a good. For, it'd be more for like it wouldn't be the main charge, but it would be like for emergencies, like if I'm in the middle of nowhere and and my phone's too low to or or about to die or something. Well, I, can, I would keep it plugged in all the time while you're in the car, so it's maintaining the charge and adding some. Yeah, uh, like I like I don't make that many that many calls on it or use it much for like like yeah. as a computer per se. Yeah, but if things go south, then you want to have as much charge as you can, Barbara. Okay, on so the phone. I can do so. I'm so what you're saying is I'm better to. To use that 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 that, that yes, pod please, please, there. please, don't use the twelve volt. Yeah, okay. I have I, several I, clients. I, 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 I never, n- never, never realized that because that's one that's of why the, twelve volts aren't there anymore. Because all those things that we used to plug into the twelve volt, Barbara, they now are running on 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 USB charge. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Wouldn't wouldn't hurt to have a battery backup in the in the glove box. They're so small these days. Yep, they've they've come a long way. Yep, there's some that are still on sale. The in the Tech Talk notes, uh, Jeff, the um, the Christmas gift tech gift ideas are still up there because some people are going to buy them for themselves now because mm-hmm. Santa <laughs> didn't bring it to them, so they're going to do that. And some of them are on sale for Boxing Week prices are still there. Things like the little LED light panel. I was showing that to somebody. Uh, remotely last night, and they are on sale. So the prices that are listed in the in the tech gift ideas, they're on sale for half price for, for Boxing Week, so that's another option for you there. Yeah, in terms of the two-year value plan, you do want to, I would suggest, you would want to get locked in at the best price you can. The one thing, Jeff, and anybody else that's got this coming up, your New Year's resolution to go get it renewed, is you want to see if you can get to a higher speed for data, oh, for data, for your internet at home than what you probably had. So if you were on a two-year value plan on 75, you want to try and see if you can get to 150 or 300 because the world is marching on in terms of technology. And if there's more than a couple people in the house and you're streaming 4K and now they're watching YouTube on their phone, well, that's now 4K as well. So the you, you do want faster. It's not about spending more money. Ideally, 
with these data plans, it's going to come down. Yes. Because prices have. have come down. Yeah. yeah, the competition is there. After the news break coming up in a couple minutes, we'll go through the big thing that's uh, changed for Boxing Week. And so these deals are going to be on only this weekend. Well, New Year's Day for the stores that are out. Freedom, the only store that will be open on New Year's Day, January 1st, will be the Mayfair store. Okay. And these are in-store deals, not online deals as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll go through the take a look at the show notes while we're well, we're coming up on a break, and we'll do some, some more stuff there. So thanks for that one, Jeff. That was a good question. Um, from Bert, having been a user of Malware Bytes for a few years now, she texts, I was surprised to get an advisory from them that they now have a browser protection add-on available. Is Microsoft no longer having Windows Defender do this function? I have Windows 11. Yes, Windows Defender protects you largely against viruses. What browser guard? Well, Malwarebytes itself, Malwarebytes Premium, protects you against malware, and then uh, their Malwarebytes browser guard blocks all the ads on websites and also protects you from drive-by downloads. So if the website had got poisoned, and it's trying to try and do that, it's absolutely free. Works on Chrome. Works on Edge. Brian, do you know if Malwarebytes Browser Guard works on Safari yet? Uh, yes, they have added one. I, it's not as full-featured, and extensions don't work the same way, so right. I haven't been using it. Okay, um, but it does block the ads? That's uh, what most people me, want. I'm going gra- to grab my MacBook here and do a test while we're at the break. We'll do that one as well. Yeah, but that's fine. So it's not either or, Barbara. You want to have both. You want something yes. to protect you against viruses, which Mac security does on a Mac which iPhones and iPads do automatically, and then Windows Defender does that on Windows. But you, most of the bad stuff is not viruses anymore. It's yeah. mostly malware, stuff that pops up, slows down your computer, tells you things are going terrible and you have to call this number, which is a scam, things like that. Uh, we have a couple additional scams things that we will point you out about as well. Okay, well, we'll do that. Take more of your calls, texts, and emails when we're live on the second to last day of the year, December 30th, when we continue after a break. Pauline and Don, you'll be up next. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. It's our final show of 2023. Thanks for joining us and happy almost new year wherever you are listening in. Barbara Wilson is in studio with us from Monk Office, where she is a printer service tech. Brian and I are fielding calls, texts, and emails here on Saturday when we're live. Promised I'll, I'll catch up on this, and we'll get right back to the texts and the phone calls. So, Brian, uh, we were talking about the, the competition we were wanting to happen. It happened starting for Christmas. But now, out of the blue, Freedom Mobile, unlimited Canada, USA calling and international texting mm-hmm. and 20 gigabytes of Canada, USA data for $29 a month. <laughs> it was 34. What? Yeah, so That's they crazy. bumped. So they, it was 34. They dropped it down to 29 yeah. and they added on Canada, USA. Now, this wow. offer expires at the close of business on January 2nd. And as part of the offer, Freedom will also waive the $45 activation fee. Wow. I wish I could read sign up. <laughs> well, okay, because I specifically called into customer care to say, hey, and you can try. You can call mm-hmm. customer care and say, hey, I'm on a contract paying off the phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, the phone portion is this much and the service much is $40 a month. Mm-hmm. Can I 
Can I go to one of these other deals? Because there's several other ones as well, but that's just the, the low price one. And some people have had a yes. Yeah, I wonder, I forget what their contract is like, because you're obviously on contract, to, especially for us bringing back the phone. You're on that yep. two-year term there. But so I, the, I don't remember so if you're the portion in. that you're paying for the phone, the tab, the monthly tab, that's locked in. Sure. But you can ask, call 601 and see what they say. Okay. Now, if you're hesitant about freedom, because Barbara, they, when they you, you started on freedom before they had the, the Rogers roaming agreement. I did, yes. And um, it was the service was good unless you left Victoria. Yeah. And then it was a little uh, spotty and it was all. Um, roaming yeah but now it's uh clear and no roaming and yeah. uh because you just seamlessly switch on you, the word up on the corner of the screen if you're looking at your phone will change from rogers or sorry from uh from freedom it'll change to nationwide that means you're on the rogers yeah. network no cost to you nothing for you to do that's no. good on the other hand if usa calling and data roaming isn't something you need brian fido virgin plus and kudo in the last three days have now all offered 30 gigs for 20 nine dollars a month wow. so you get 30 gigs instead of 20 but you don't get the canada usa yeah i mean not everyone needs that for sure yeah um, wow, but that, gives you, really that gives you two choices this is all 4g speed 4g lte uh, uh, so uh. but that's up to 100 gigs 100 megabytes per second so for 99 percent of us that's not a big deal yeah yeah very you know, true it's not like the usa where 4g is maybe 20 megs per second on a good day you know it's a hundred is yeah and you'll find that virtually everywhere when you're on it so don't worry about the fact that it's not 5g i wonder where these prices uh, rank globally now because we were the highest or second highest in the world apparently because of our large range that our network has to cover but i I wonder where those other prices fall now somebody will have to do a new survey yeah now here's the even better one uh, and this is one, and so this is, requires a little dumpster diving. No, well, not necessarily. Uh, if you live in an apartment or a condo complex, I mentioned this before the break, Barbara, Freedom Mobile has launched a mass mailing campaign here in Victoria. A couple clients called me about this and said, is this a scam or what's the catch? The flyer says, it's a little cardboard flyer, 5 by 7 six months of unlimited Canada-USA calling, international texting, and 100 gigabytes per month of data for just Brian, $22.50 a month for six months. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy to hear this. So Freedom had iffy coverage, as Barbara mentioned, when they first launched. So because of that, people are still hesitant to switch to them, even mm-hmm. though Freedom customers now get to seamlessly roam. So to boost their market share, this is a Victoria-only thing. They're mailing out, I'm guessing, tens of thousands of cards, like the one that the listener, I put a picture of it in the show notes. You'll see it there, item number 12. And you'll look on the right, right above the Freedom Mobile logo, you will see I've blurred out their code because they've mm-hmm. already used their code. They went down and redeemed it after we talked. And you're saying, okay, so it's $22.50 a month for six months. But then what? Well, at the end of six months, you can pay $55 a month, keep the 100-gig plan, but I don't know anybody that can conceivably use any close to 100 gigs a month. Ricky, Ricky said he does. Yeah, well, yeah. But he, that's all he ever uses. He never uses Wi-Fi. <laughs> exactly. And he does a lot of video streaming and things like right. that. Yeah. So, or you could downgrade to a cheaper plan with less data, or for that matter, you could even switch carrier. Oh, sure. So yeah. to take advantage of this <clears throat> offer, you need to get or find one of the mailer cards that I've put in the picture in the show notes because they bear that unique promo code. If you don't get one in the mail because it's not sent to you by name, they mm-hmm. I don't know, somehow they arbitrarily picked 
X, yeah. you know, I don't know how many thousands of these they've sent out, but literally thousands of them. So um, if you have a friend or relative who lives, if not you, who lives in a condo or apartment building where they dump the flyers in the little yeah. box, right? Look in there and see if you can find one of these cards. The, that's a really good deal. And if you take advantage of this offer before the end of January 2nd, Freedom will also waive the $45 activation fee. Oh, so, But jumping yeah. back up to 55 versus those other plans, we, we just talked about locking in at 29 for good. Yeah. Like I would just go for that rather than 22 and then it doubles in six months. Yeah, you could do that as well. Yeah, because you don't need a code to go for the $29 a month plan. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. you do. I mean, if you're someone that's going to use the 100 gigs, sure, 55 is still good for 100 gigs but. but you don't have to go to that plan at the end of six months that's the key i specifically asked at the oh, end of yes. six months what can i do and they said you can do whatever you'd like you can go for whatever our cheapest plan is the 120 dollars a year plan if you want you could yeah. go for whatever plan you want depending on what your lifestyle needs having 100 gigs as atan said when he was in a couple weeks ago go nuts mm -hmm. see how much you use oh yeah yeah and if at the end of the months you're the first couple months you're using 15 on yeah. average, then you know a 20 gig plan will be great. If you're going over that, you could get the higher ones. But yeah, this is really awesome competition. So this one isn't so much about stealing from the competition um, as it is about building their, their market share here because they know that their reputation, not from customer service, Barbara, just from the coverage, was spotty yes. when they first launched. And people remember. It's, mm -hmm. like, it's like the bad restaurant meal. When the restaurant first opened, if you have a bad meal, five years later, if somebody says, what do you think of that restaurant? You say, oh, I wouldn't go there. <laughs> you yeah. know, they may have fixed it, you know, on the second week, but we have really long memories. Oh, yes. And it's like, there's something about like every bad per experience you have, you tell at least 10 people and that, that yeah. influences, like it's crazy how it spreads. Yeah. So thank you to the two people that reached out to me, one of whom is pictured in there. You know who you are um, for for giving us uh, that information. But that's really cool. That's the kind of competition uh, we wanted. Uh, Martin was asking, do they still have... Oh, hold on. I'll go back to this one because this ties in. Recard charger, just to confirm, do you mean not to use the USB charger that I plug into my car lighter? Yes, do not use the USB charger that you plug into your car lighter if, you're, if you still have one of those. That's 12 volts, unregulated. And that's really going to strain the little chip in the cable yeah. to try and do I that. Do, yeah. yeah, because the, the USB port has a circuit in behind it that the car manufacturer puts in that smooths out the regulation. If you actually put, uh, I didn't know this till many years ago, and uh, a mechanic friend showed me, uh, he put it on a, on a thing on the oscilloscope, yeah. so you can see the voltage, and it was like a, it was like your heart cardiac pattern. It was nothing <laughs> even close to smooth. And when you step on the gas and take your foot off the gas, all over the place. So, wow. yeah, on you know things like coolers and things that that, but not on anything with any technology. Please don't use that one there. So. Keep, Oh, I did try. So I launched that Malwarebytes browser guard on the Mac yes. um, with Safari. And yeah, it's working beautifully, actually. So I think I was playing with the, the iPad and iPhone one before. Oh, okay. And I was like, this is messy. It's not great, but this is working like yeah. flawlessly in the Mac. So you have to go to the App Store on the Mac. And that's where you'll get the extension. And then it adds it into Safari and gives you a little shortcut to jump into Safari extensions where you can enable the different settings. Oh, okay. There you go. But uh, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use it some more. That's great. That's the new version. So that's And yeah. it's absolutely free. And that doesn't matter whether you have Malwarebytes Premium or the free version. It's their way of just adding on to get the brand out there. It's, their, it's like they're taste testing. So you'll go, oh, well, this is great. Maybe I should have Premium. 
please, please, I figure. <laughs> Pete texted in, re-freedom data, 4G or 5G. Freedom data on these budget plans is 4G LTE. So they oh, guarantee speeds yeah. up to 100 megs per second. So if you are uploading crazy amounts of video, your real estate, you know, you're doing photography for real estate companies, something like that, where the client wants the video of their house for sale up now, then maybe you would want 5G. But again, only yeah. if you've got a 5G phone. I have people all the time saying, well, what's this? I've got 5G, but I'm not getting it. And I go, no, you have a four-year-old phone. Mm-hmm. It says you're on a 5G tower, but your phone is not capable of handling a thousand. If you're if you're pro- if you're doing those like uh, real estate videos and stuff and uploading, though, you probably have a pro phone with a nice camera, and a, yeah. it's probably going to be 5G anyway. And your 5G, but but other, I really don't know many people that really can take advantage of that. It's oh. sort of it's sort of we're spoiled on it because we have it. You know, I occasionally yeah, yeah. run I run speed tests because I'm a geek when I'm out, <laughs> and I go, oh, 280. You know, yeah. that's nice. Really, you know, 60, 70 is going to keep you more than happy yes. on virtually anything. If you're texting and emails and looking up things on Amazon, even watching YouTube videos, you're going to be absolutely fine on 25 or 30. If you've yeah. got a brand new phone made in the last couple of years and it's got a big screen, then you might like 50 or 60. So but. if you did a speed test right now in the studio, obviously turn off Wi-Fi, what do you get? I'm getting 120 on my Freedom Plan. 120 megabits. Okay. Siri, open fast. Sorry for those of you with HomePods where she responded to, to that. Because only only HomePods respond to that. 140 megs. Barbara, how, okay. about, how about you? What do I you don't have it set up, sorry. You can just go to fast.com okay. uh, if you don't have the app. That's By the way, that's a really handy thing to have, geek or no geek. Go and get yeah. the free app, Android or iPhone or iPad. It's just called Fast. It's It's got the word fast in black with the red speedometer dial above it. You can go to fast.com. That's perfectly fine. This just gives you the dedicated app, and it'll do that. And I'll run it again to see if it changes, because I always run those things twice. So you're LTE, obviously. You're not connecting to 5G where we are. I'm on 5G. Why is <laughs> I got to call them about my plan. I'm still on LTE. We're getting, like, basically the same speed. But... Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That's on, that's on Rogers. Oh, yeah, because so, you got sorry, Because I've got, I have both carriers there. So when okay. I switch it over... I'm going to LTE, and I'm getting 170. Oh, even better, yeah. So, okay. And when I show more info, it tells me that uh, my latency, which is how long it takes to connect to the server, 25 milliseconds. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I've used up all my fast uh, data this month already, so Uh 110. Only 110 with air quotes. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So as we end the year and head off into the new year, that's what's changing. Uh These numbers, three-digit numbers for our speeds are becoming eh, common, commonplace. But talking to Emma, our German student, and her family back home, they're on 15. What? And I thought Germany was such a far advanced, yeah, we looked up the average speeds, but where they are, yeah, they take that for granted. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Things like that. Maybe so, they have more ubiqui- ubiquitous Wi-Fi maybe everywhere yeah, and they don't that, need it? that's part of it. But when you're yeah. out and about, uh, no. And then talking to friends uh, over Christmas, you tend to connect with a lot with people you haven't. And that's one of my questions when we're geeky talking. is, hey, what kind of speeds are you getting? And they go, oh, yeah, ours has been boosted. We're now getting 50. And I'm going, <laughs> okay. Don't want to tell you that we're on 2,500 at home, but, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, anyway, there you go. That was a bit of rambling stuff, but hopefully that helps put things in perspective there. Quick break and back with more. We roll on on our 
Happy New Year's edition of Tech Talk for last one of 2023. Next weekend, as we start off 24, Charles Martin from the Victoria Mac and iOS user group will be here to help us look ahead and do all that. Right back to the phone lines and Bob. Happy New Year's, Bob. Happy New Year to you. I'm uh, hoping you can help me out. I was hoping for a Christmas miracle, but it still doesn't uh, happen. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> okay, this is an update I've had on for maybe the last couple of months, and uh, it's an automatic update to Windows 11. I'm using a desktop computer. Yes. Uh, it's key, uh, Kilo Bravo 5032288, and it will download, but it won't install. When it installs, it goes around its merry way, and then I get a Cannot install. Message. Yeah. A mess- nasty message about uh, see now didn't something didn't go as planned. No need to worry. Undoing changes. Please keep your computer on, which I do. And then it goes through that three or four times and finally gives up. Yeah. So that's uh, a known to- that's a known issue. There's a couple ways around it. Uh, the easy one you won't like. The easy one is to uh, make sure all your data is backed up onto OneDrive and then just do a clean install. Or you can tell it to hide that update. And it will be picked up with a superseding update, a cumulative update that will be due out presumably on the second Tuesday in January. Okay, so that's a, how do I hide it then? Yeah, so if you right-click on it, you should get the option. You're on Windows 11? Yep. Right-click op- on it, I believe you get the option to hide. Ah, uh, perfect. Yeah. And okay. that should do it. But it's not a big deal. Uh, the, that's the big. That's the really great thing, Barbara, about cumulative updates. Microsoft then bundles them together, and it fixes these these issues. So that's why cumulative updates stare at you when you click on it, and it says zero percent, zero percent, zero percent. You go, okay, something wrong. No, we're just thinking. Oh, twenty one percent, because yeah. it says you've already got this stuff. We're not going to do it again. So that's yeah. why we call it electronic navel gazing. Okay, but you did hear that. You did hear that. I, Good. Yeah. That every okay. time he restarts, it keeps on going through this yeah, loop. Yeah, so that's why I'm going to get there. her to hide it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it just hide the try. update and wait for the cumulative update that is due out yep. uh, second week, I believe, second week of, of January, normally Tuesday, mm-hmm. 10 a.m. So that would be, uh, look at the calendar here. So that would be presumably, just so you can mark this in your calendar, that should be the 9th. The problem yep. is that's Consumer Electronics Show Week. And even though Microsoft doesn't really go have a huge pavilion and everything there, a lot of the staff is focused on what's happening there. So they might push it off until the fourth week. Yeah, not a problem. But that's it. Okay. Thank you very much, and a happy New Year to you Same guys. to you. Thanks, Bob. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. There we go. Uh, homework videos here. This, uh, I didn't put a lot in there because, to be honest, to be having holiday stuff and fun with all that. But I did thought th- at the end of the year, and Vox have put together a really good seven-minute summary of this year that's wrapping up. president has just signed a bill that will end the national emergency declared during the pandemic. Taylor Swift and Beyonce's shows are giving the U.S. economy an actual boost. Here we come. Anyway, I'll let you go watch the whole video, but it's a really... A lot of things, Barbie, you've probably forgotten that happened this year. A lot we would like to forget uh, that happened, but that was really interesting. Uh, There's a couple others in there as well. Also, last week we played a video from the Sky Elements uh, drone shows team winning a a world record for 1,500 drones for a show. 
You know, I well, can't, can't wait till they come here if we can actually see them live. So. Yes. Well, they're going to go out on tour and they're going to start offering franchises to do this. But, Brian, they've come up with their sixth Guinness World Record of 2023. Wow. Six. So they got six. We were expecting five. They did it. But their sixth one is the largest number of emojis in the sky with drones in three minutes. <laughs> it is, these world records are ridiculous. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's helping it's so push specific. the technology, right? You have, sure. to, you have to apply to Guinness to say, is this a world record category already? Yeah. And if so, we'll try and do better. But if not, we would like to suggest this as a world record category. In this case, this was a previous record. Yeah. The previous record was 12 emojis in three minutes. And the okay. reason why that's so hard is because, remember, the drones, they have to move from emoji A to emoji B. They've got to get in position. So, do they, though? They can just change color. They're like a little screen, tons of little drone pixels. Well, but they have to be in the right shape, right? You're changing the emoji from oh, this to that. I'm so. thinking they're doing face. If they're all doing face emojis, it's like just have a circle in the sky and change wh- where the eyes are and stuff. Yeah, but even then, you got to move the eyes, right? So anyway, huh. yeah, I'm not going to tell, <laughs> tell you what the what the number was, but they did set the new world record. It was 12. It's not even close anymore. So there you go. <laughs> I, I thought that would be. the other one I thought that we should mention in passing before we well actually we'll do it. we'll do it when we come back because I can see the clock is writing on us here. Dave and Barbara and Don stay with us when we continue. As we continue on hour one of Tech Talk for New Year's Eve of twenty twenty three. Got a question here by text for, oh it's an email from Brian with a Y. Good day guys. Well Barbara's included in that. <laughs> Can you give a short pro and con of VPN services and using them, good or bad? I'm thinking about NordVPN for one service. I uh, evoked Siri by hard press on devices as you do. She's not a lot of help. YouTube, too glitzy. Um, so the thing about VPNs, Brian, VPN, virtual private network. It means instead of running your traffic through TELUS or Shaw or whatever your internet provider you pick a country and say, I would like all my traffic to run through Australia, for example. Yep. A lot of people pick <clears throat> England because they want to watch British car shows that we can't get. Oh, yeah, yes. So understand, first of all, that you're doing something illegal if you're doing that to watch content that's not available in Canada. I understand your motivation, but you need to understand that you are doing something that is now black and white illegal. You are pirating stuff that you are not entitled to watch. Yes, technically, let's get that out of the way for sure. That is not... Yeah, I understand why you want to do that. That's cool. You want to watch a show that's not available in Canada. You need to talk to the companies in Canada, and we'll talk about that in the second hour. There's mm-hmm. more than 80 stupid streaming services here now. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, but secondly, then it means all your traffic is going through somebody that you don't know. All of your traffic now, instead of being scattered among different servers the way TELUS and Bell and Shaw and Rogers do, yep. you're running it all through Fred in Australia. Yeah, and a lot of these VPNs... Companies are not big, reputable companies that you can really trust that, you know, if Facebook is reading all your stuff, these small yep. VPN companies are probably, you know, outsourcing a lot of that stuff that they get the privilege to look to, even if they hide it from other people. Yep. But it's going through this, I would say, a straw. So, you now it has to all travel through them. So that's slowing you down. Yeah, I just looked. I had um, chat GPT, well, it's now called Copilot from Microsoft while we're in the break there when I saw Brian's question come up. And I said, what is the fastest VPN in Canada? The fastest mm-hmm. VPN in Canada is ExpressVPN. Mm-hmm. And it has a high-speed performance of 28 megabytes per second. Yeah. <laughs> so you're paying for 300, 500, 1 gigabyte, and you're running it through that straw, and you're down to 28. 
this I think this is like a myth that I want to dispel here is like you people a lot of people say like oh it's part of your no same way you need anti antivirus you need a VPN yeah. to protect yourself it doesn't really completely anonymize you you're still signed into all these sites it just thinks you're signing in from somewhere different exactly um, so yeah, yeah I wouldn't really unless you want to watch stuff that you can't get in Canada yeah then I wouldn't really and you understand again. I have to say that because that's important. We work for Bell, which is a content creation company, and that's mm-hmm. immediate immediate dismissal out the door on the nose if you get caught pirating something because yep. they're paying people here to create it, and you're saying, I don't want to pay for it. So anyway, right. so bucks away. So there you go. But that's the best you're going to get in Canada. And they say NordVPN and Surfshark are the other two that are recommended in Canada. Okay, before we go, something something really special that we lost this week. Okay, if anybody has any questions, please feel the lady right there. Yes? Why does your mother like Dickie better? Why does my mother like my brother better? Because she always has. Mom likes you best. <laughs> Next question. Way, way, way in, in the, the back, back little girl. girl. Where do you get all your jokes? She said, where do we get all of our jokes? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Gentleman there. Smothers? I'm glad he asked that because a lot of people don't really think our name is Smothers. You should clear him up on that. Our, our name, name is, is Smothers. really Smothers, and it is a name from a family. My it's, brother and myself, we're not, we're not brothers, brothers but Actually, our name. We're not brothers. Our name is really Smothers, but we're not brothers. That's right. We're married. <laughs> Tom Smothers died on Boxing Day at the age of 86. Uh, I put a clip into the show notes there that they provided, that the Smothers Brothers provided of of him and uh, Dick performing If I Had a Ship uh, from their TV show with Mom in the audience. So it's really cool, that one there. Some awesome memories. They were amazing performers, and they really pushed the envelope in a way that needed to be pushed. So Tom's Mothers. Hour number two of Tech Talk coming up. Stay with us. Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we count down to the arrival of 2024, thanks for joining us on our final show of 2023. We're live with you on Saturday morning, December the 30th, Sunday afternoon, New Year's Eve, the 31st, we are rebroadcast, and then Brian will diligently make a podcast for you to fit into whichever year you would like to listen to us. <laughs> Brian, of course, is Brian Pavlicic, our technical producer and tutor and more. And we are joined by none other than Barbara Wilson from Service Tech at Monk Office. Are you open? I don't mean like the. <laughs> did, did, did Monk close down for the Christmas New Year's break? Uh, no, the stores have been open and uh, we have a skeleton crew for this last past week. So Did I'm, you do I'm rescue calls? It. Did you do go out and do any printer rescue calls? Yeah, there were some calls, yeah. Oh, wow. So a lot of people. Booking appointments next week, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, One of the things that we put into the show notes, again, if you're just tuning in, the new home for show notes is at tech-talk.ca. Item 13, the links, or if you want, if you have a jammed printer or one that won't print cleanly, Barb and her staff would be there, would be your colleagues, would be glad to try and help you fix that. Uh, Item 15, about the new business-grade EcoTank printers. Item 14, it's worth going over as we end the year and start a new one because people keep saying this: why we don't recommend refilling inkjet printer cartridges. You still get people coming in the store, I know, saying, can you refill my cartridges for me? 
Uh, yeah, we don't refill cartridges, but yeah. um, a lot of times that's what the problem is. When people bring them in, you can see the little drill hole. and Yeah, yeah. so, so it's, it's worth going over it. it. We've got four pages for you on the notes. It's item number 14. You can download it, share it with your friends that are still doing this because we hate you having to buy a new printer because you've, you've gummed it up. The law says you're allowed to use refilled cartridges. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, mean, doesn't mean you should. The world has really moved on in that one. And we started telling people about this... Four or five years ago? At least, yeah. I was yeah. looking back. Once I realized that EcoTanks had been out for 10 years, right. I went, oh my God, it's been a while. But basically, the, the, the droplets of ink are measured in picoliters. And a picoliter is about one-tenth the size of a human hair. So if you remembered back to when every mall had a printer refill cartridge kiosk somewhere yeah. in there, yeah. the, the, the droplets of ink were 10 picoliters. So they were the thickness of a human hair. That was the smallest drop. But nowadays, they're one picoliter. Wow, it's come so far. Yeah. But the ink that's in bottles, not including the EcoTank ink, which is a different pigment style ink, the ink that's in the cartridges that they refill those little dinky cartridges with, Mm -hmm. that's three and four picoliters. And now you're trying to jam it through a nozzle that's got one picoliter. So, so for cheaping out or like trying to save money on your cartridge, you're going to wreck your nozzle and, and maybe you break your printer or need maintenance. Or Not only that, but the ink is not the same quality yeah. aside yeah. from that. Yeah, no, I generally, I use OEM myself and... Yeah. Uh, what's going to say? <laughs> so if you, well, I was going to say, if you've got a printer that you really like and it uses cartridges, save money two ways. Buy the XL or in some cases, brother, XXL cartridges. And buy them when they're on sale, like yeah. Boxing Week. Yeah. Rubber band the receipt around the box of cartridges. Don't open it until you absolutely need it. Because if the printer dies and you check with Monk and they say, yeah, well, we can fix it, but it's $180 for this particular part, so you're better off buying a new one, you can then take that unopened box of cartridges back to the store and buy whatever cartridges you need for your replacement printer because they're not going to be the same number. Yes. Is there what's the time frame on that? Like and like you could have left them outside under your barbecue and they froze in the winter. Well, like, yeah, how do they know they can tell. Good? They can look at the package see okay, if it's been moisture. Yeah, and also oh, there is an expiry date. You forget them in your car and your car goes below temperature and you know ruins the ink or Yeah. Can they or Barbara is that is there a low there must be a minimum temperature that would damage the cartridge? Oh, well, that's yeah. a really good question. There is um the, the the stuff does freeze. I did uh, once have a customer that had a machine in the in the freezer, mm-hmm. and it didn't work. They were surprised. So <laughs> it was an inkjet, but long time ago, one of the first inkjet. <laughs> but that's a good <laughs> question. I've never thought freezer. of that. <laughs> yeah. In so if your cartridges, let's say you went and bought replacement cartridges, and not this winter, not here, but let's say the cartridges were out in the car, you forgot to bring them in, and they froze, and you brought them in and let them thaw. Would that would that be okay? Um, this machine I had in the freezer, I did take it back to our shop in, in Ontario, and yeah. um, once it thought it was fine. But okay. but yeah, um, there it was the limitation on how long um, Monk will take to yeah. take them back. So, yeah, so yeah, please. That, what is the... The expiry date normally on the bottom of the package. It so tells you take, when you... will take it back as long as it's within the expiry date. And as no. long as it looks wow. like you have not drowned the box, yes, oh, or wow. put it in the microwave, yeah, and uh, that. Anyway, so that's the one way you can do that. But seriously, if... If if the, if it frustrates you as much as us, that's what those EcoTank printers are for. They were on sale for Black Friday for two hundred dollars, yes. with two mm-hmm. years worth of ink in the box. Right. For Boxing Week, not as good. Two hundred and fifty. That's still better than three hundred and twenty. 
I think I think I mentioned to you for Epson, the EcoTank is the commercial the retail version. Yes. And then there's the Super Tank, which is the dealer version. Super mm-hmm. Tank. Yes. That's what I was yeah. doing. I'll, I'll update yeah. the show notes because yeah. I said yeah of Super Tank. That's what the yeah. So that that's the the difference. So I have a Super Tank at home because I bought it from the dealer. So yeah. Is that what you have? So you have to go through a dealer for those ones. Um, yeah, the Eco Tank are the ones that like Costco and everyone will yes. sell, and yeah. then we're selling the Super Tanks, and I think we have some Eco Tanks as well, but we primarily have the Super yes. Tanks. Super Tanks, you have to go through an authorized uh, dealer because you can't just buy it out of the. Well, I guess you probably could, but normally it comes with a service plan. Um, no, mine's a little tiny one, and oh, okay. it doesn't have a service plan. Um, mm. Well, it doesn't need a service plan. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it, we also are the platinum dealer for Epson. Yeah. The few in Canada, so... Good to have around. Um, yeah. The other thing that we'll mention, and this is in the show notes, in the same handout, that's, again, item 14, why we don't recommend refilling inkjet printer cartridges. The other thing we do not recommend, it's totally up to you, be aware that all new HP printers, bottle and cartridge models, now require an internet connection in order to be set up and also come with dynamic security, which sounds so nice. <laughs> so you realize yeah. what that means. Yes. It means you have to keep it connected to the internet. Right. Not to your computer, but to the internet. It has to tell the mothership how much you're printing, and if you don't, it will stop working. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the HP terms can also track what you're printing, like the data that's coming through those yeah. sheets. Like they can see... Photos, documents, etc. Yeah. And Nightmare. not only that, if you try to use a third-party cartridge in there, no, it will not work. It'll lock up on you. Yeah. yeah. On top of some of these HPs are crazy with the control panels. They're like light up buttons that are under the plastic and you don't know where they are unless they're lighting up and there's no clear signage. They're a nightmare to use. Yeah. Now, the other one that we should talk about is Brother because I've loved Brother printers over the years. They were great. They have now tried to get onto the uh, tank bandwagon with their ink vestment tank printers. That's their word, ink vestment tank printers. There is a sneaky catch. If you look closely at the wording on the printer box, I put a picture with my iPhone in the store and put it into the show notes there. Brother is still using expensive cartridges. They've just shaped them to make them look more like ink tanks. (laughs) There it says, front-loaded tank cartridge technology. Right, tank cartridge. Great. Uh, Square square circle. No, it doesn't work. And if you do the TCO calculation, total cost of operation of Brother Investment ink tank printers, it's almost triple that of EcoTank or even Canon Mega Tank printers. People ask why we don't particularly recommend the Mega Tank printers. The interface setup is not as friendly, and there's way more little dinky bits of plastic in them. Mm. You hear the sound of them printing, and you can hear these little plastic gears going around. Them. <laughs> it, yeah, Epson's Rare. got them too. Yeah, they're just they're just personal choice. I've got people that have got uh, Mega Tanks, and they're, they're happy with them. But I do get a lot of calls for things jams in there. Mm. You, Barbara knows how many people with. <laughs> A can of mega tanks. I've said, take it down to Monk <laughs> and do that. So we just don't want you having to go there. Nothing personal, Barbara. Yes. So there you go. That's all there. So that's uh, 101 on uh, refilling inkjet printer cartridges. Thank you for letting us share that. Okay, back to the phone lines. And Dave's been waiting very patiently. Happy New Year's, Dave. You almost made it to 2024 waiting. Sorry. Happy New Year to you as well. Um, I have a question. I have an iPhone 13 um, and I have a Kudo plan. Yes. Um, which I'm quite happy with, and it allows you to pick different perks to add to that plan. Mm. And one of the perks is unlimited international SMS um, from Canada. My question to you is, 
Um, I use WhatsApp a lot and Messenger a lot. Do I need to worry about this SMS or MMS messaging or not? Well, the idea of having unlimited SMS, which is a text, not a picture, not a video, just sending a text, um, that allows you to text with people that don't have WhatsApp or Signal or whatever you want. So that would be the advantage of that. So then you can reach out to them and text back and forth and say, hey, I want to send you videos or whatever. Um, how about we do it on WhatsApp? Yeah. That's the advantage. But notice that that perk on Kudo is exactly what you said, unlimited SMS. They're kind of hoping you're going to send a picture to a friend in Spain because that's now an MMS, multimedia service. International MMS. And they charge you per message for that. Okay, what if I use iMessage? iMessage is free anywhere in the world. Yeah, they're just okay. using. You're just using Wi-Fi. You're using data. It's not a yeah. SMS that goes through your carrier. It's and even if you're way. out and about and you're using cellular to send a picture on iMessage, then it's not a lot of data. Yeah, across the street or across the world is all the same. Yeah. And what if the iMessage? Um, there's a difference between the green um, and yes. the and the blue, right? Green, so blue, envy. <laughs> yes. You know about that, right, Barbara? Yes. So in 2024. Apple is going to support, start supporting the SMS standard that Google sort of shepherds. And so you will be able to see that the person on the other hand has read your message uh, and that they got your message. That they will do. It will still be blue-green. Blue means the person on the other end is using an iPhone or an iPad or a Mac and you can do additional things in the messaging that you can't. Green means the person is on an Android phone. Okay. What I'm taking from what you're saying is and that I should probably try to, if I'm communicating with people overseas, I should use, I should use something like Messenger or WhatsApp um, because there will be no charges, especially if I in- include uh, a picture. Absolutely. Or- yeah, yeah. But to first contact them, send them a text and say, hey, I can only send a text no pictures. Um, so how about we jump onto WhatsApp or Messenger or Skype or Signal or something like that? Yeah, so until you know, find out what apps they have and they use, you can do it that way. But yeah, that's a good perk to sign up for on the Kudo one. Okay, thanks very much. I appreciate it. And uh, Happy New Year. Same to you, Dave. Happy New Year. Thanks very much. Happy Quick year. break, back with more. As we roll on on Tech Talk for our final show of 2023, back to the phones. And, Don, I'm sorry, the reflection. I didn't see you waiting there. My apologies. Happy New Year. Oh, no problem. Happy New Year, too, Alan. I'm one of those people that have gone from uh, Shaw.ca, and I switched over to Gmail. Yeah. And uh, so I I went to, I'm going slowly through all my apps and contacts and changing it over all my friends and everything. It's a lot of work, isn't it? And, yeah. It is. Anyway, so I get to Apple, and I've set up Gmail at Apple. Now, I phone up Apple. I said, I want to merge my Shaw and Apple, or my Shaw and Gmail together. Mm. Yes, after three hours and six people, they say, no, you can't do it. No, Are can't. they separate, indeed separate accounts? Are you, so you do you know you have two yeah. Apple IDs, IDs for sure? Like you created one and then the, in Shaw, yeah. and then you created a new Google one when you got your new address? Yeah. Yeah, okay, you cannot merge. You no, cannot merge Apple IDs. So what it. you have to do, but what Apple will help you with if you use the Apple support app and you make a list of which subscriptions and which apps you've bought are on each of your IDs. 
Yeah. And then figure out which one's got the most. Uh, oh, yeah, because you're going to decide which one you're keeping. Because yeah. I've done this before, and they they said, look, licenses to a different ID, and we don't swap them. So right, but what they will do them. is they will quite often give you a credit back. So if you mm-hmm. decide that you have to lose App X um, from this ID to go to the new ID, they will yeah. often, if you ask, they'll give you a credit because they'll see you immediately buy the same app on your new ID, mm-hmm. the one you're okay. using, and then they'll give yeah. you a credit back. Oh yes, we, okay. It, okay. But here now, here here's the problem. I got about twenty five free apps, no charge. Oh yeah, no problem. All the standard ones, and they're all in Shaw. So I said, okay, we'll cancel my Shaw and we'll use Gmail. Yeah. So sure. my now I got a bunch of updates, and it comes and says you must log in with Shaw, but I can't because I canceled it. Oh right. And so then, you need to actually oh, delete the app. You need to delete yeah. the app from your phone and then go and get it again. Yeah. You almost want to factory reset your device. Yeah, I would. Yeah, in this everything. case, it would be easier to do a factory. Well, yes. When you do a factory reset, though, and it says restore from iCloud, it's going to offer to restore those apps that you purchased on the other yeah, ID. You're going to not You shouldn't have to do that. Apple device. should be able to tell you. They, again, use the Apple support app, Don, and they should be able to erase the memory of you having had that app on the old ID. So when you go to the app store, it gets it on the new ID. You could check, too. Um, you can be signed yeah. in with one Apple ID and you're, a different Apple ID can be signed in with the store or it's still remembering the old one. So specifically sign out of the store. Yeah, that's the key thing. There. Sign out of the store and then sign back here, in with here, the new ID. Here's an interesting thing. My new iPad... Uh, it recognizes them all as Gmail, I guess, because mm-hmm. I, I update all those apps, but yep. oh, it won't update it. That's and right, yeah. So you'll need to sign out of the store on the iPhone, sign back in, and then try and go and get the free app again, and it should do it that time. It can be buggy, though. I have but if not, use it. the Apple Support app. That's literally what they're there for, and tell them specifically these apps won't install because it want, thinks they're on the old Apple ID. And they can go into their system and block that ID for you. We've done this well, they, for a couple they, other people. Well, they did. Oh, yeah. What they did is they said they, we have to take your Shaw, uh, go back to, uh, it'll take a month for them to go to the factory and reset and come back to me later and be able to do it. Uh, are you restoring the Shaw account? I, well, I, I, they say they have to restore it to get it to transfer. Anyway, is it lo- are you locked out of it or something? Okay, um, stay where you are, Don. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put you in touch with um, with Atan and yeah. Charles. They have I've done this for some people. I'm normally using the support app. We've been able to figure it out, but sounds like you're farther down the rabbit hole. So we'll see if they have any special tricks on what to say to Apple. Yeah, Shaw.ca is a weird animal in terms of Apple Store, so it gets it gets asterisks yeah, <laughs> in yeah. the file. So I'll see what they know. So stay where you are, Don. I'll talk to you during the break, the coming up thing, in a few minutes. The big thing I would worry about, for sure, with changing the Apple IDs is where is your, like, photo library? Yes. You don't want to lose those things, your contacts, your photo library, all these other things. Um, yeah, that's So it can the be a delicate one. process to move yeah, them Yeah, so over. that's why you need to make this tough decision. So yeah, yeah. I guess going forward from Don's experience, try not to set up a second Apple ID. If yeah. you've forgotten the password or something like that, we can normally help you, or Apple can help you. It's complicated steps sometimes, but that's much easier than creating a whole new Apple ID. It's like forgetting your name and creating a whole new you. 
Can you, can create? you change your email address on your Apple? Yes, yes. you can change yeah. your email address. Yes. Unless you've already created a .me or .icloud. Once you're, once you're with an Apple address, you're stuck. Yeah. But uh, you can switch between a Shaw, a Gmail, a yeah. Hotmail. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good question, Barbara. Okay, back to the phone lines. And Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you and the rest. Thanks. Um, my problem is I'm trying to fix my um, Microsoft um, uh, email or mail. Yes. And I go in and, and I've forgotten my password. Mm-hmm. So when they send me a code, they've got the two um, things above it that I can't read my code when to put into, um, you know, to change the Right. The password. So they're so sending you they're sending you a code by email or by text? Yes. By no by email. Okay. But you can't read the code? I can't read the because it, they've got the two black um things above it that I'm trying to fix my account on. Okay, I think oh, I know. Like the email program that you're signed into is Yeah, I think yeah, I know what that one is. Okay. Can I help you with that one? Um I think I recognize your voice. So, yeah. yeah, can I stop by on the way home after the radio show and help you with that one? That would be great. Okay, I'll come. Send me a text, please. 250-589-2926. This is in the show notes, so I'm not giving anyone any secrets. Okay. 250-2926. 2926. Yeah, okay, I have to go you. out to Langford and then see some friends in Fairfield. But, yeah, I'll be glad to help with that one. That's an easy fix for you. Then you'll be back in charge. Great, thank you. Thanks, Barbara. There we go. Okay, uh, a couple other things in the show notes here I wanted to mention in passing as well. Um, Please replace your surge-protecting power bars after three years, end of year, New Year's resolutions, Barbara. Yeah. And I'm sure you sell them at Monk. I know (laughs) that there. Uh, And many people are unaware that surge-protector power bars only provide protection for two to three years on average. I put a graphic that Brian found when we talked about it months ago when we were having storms. Years item number 18. Ago. We've been using this graphic for a couple of years. It's the best thing I've seen for describing Yeah, it really on. does that there. And people continue to insist that, no, no, no. And I say, it's not that the power bar is going to stop working. It's just that it's not giving you the protection and we hate having to buy you a new TV or a new computer because we've done really well in storms this year. But, mm-hmm. you know... The other thing is you don't actually know when it's had the hits either. Unless, yeah, there's very it's few not that like actually a car that has die dent. when their protection ends. I think a lot of people don't do that because they probably get a lot of returns and angry people that don't understand what's happening. Yeah. So, yes, please. And so the best thing to do is to take a felt pen and write the month and year on the bottom of a power bar when you start using it because time goes by quickly. And I literally just replaced one a couple of weeks ago because it, I thought it was a couple of years old and it was four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so, just looking at my Surface, and it was like, oh, I bought this a few years ago. No, I bought it seven years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we were talking, the EcoTanks was the one that was the real wake-up call for me, discovering that that was 10 years ago, 11 when we start the new year, that we saw those at the Consumer Electronics Show. That was a decade ago. Wild. I would have, you told me, I would have said six. I would have bet you probably six. Yeah. If you'd said that. So there we go. One other thing, happy to report, you don't have to do. If you're going to Europe in the new year, you will not need an Etias visa waiver. 
That requirement has been put off till 2025. ETIAS stands for the European Travel Information and Authorization System. The EU created it in an effort to identify risks associated with visa waiver-exempt visitors, including Canadians. It will cost you €7, about $10 Canadian. If you're under 18 or over 70, you won't have to pay for one, but you still will need one before travelling to Europe once this takes effect. But they quietly postponed it. Not 2024, 2025. One less thing to worry about. News break, and we'll come back and do more of your calls, texts, and emails when we continue. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we continue on our final show of 2023, thanks for joining us wherever, whenever you are. If you're just tuning in, Barbara Wilson's in studio with us. She is a tech service tech for printers, big and small, at Monk Office with five locations here in Greater Victoria, three up island. So I'm guessing Nanaimo, Duncan. Duncan, Courtney, and Port Hardy. Oh, Port Hardy? Mm-hmm. Oh, they'd love you up there. That's good. <laughs> It's a long way to go. Yeah, they're enjoying the fact they can get their art supplies up there now. That would be great. Uh, okay, so from Mandy by text. Hi, team. I want to listen to the show on podcast. Where can I find it? Happy New Year 2024. The great show. Thank you. You can find it on any podcast app. If you have an Apple device, it's the purple and white podcasts app. If you have an Android device, it's the Google podcast app. You can even just go to podcasts.apple.com. Right in the show notes, we put a link. Brian put a link that shows you the the most popular apps right near the top there. Apple Podcasts, Grover Podcast works really well on Windows and Pocket Casts as yeah, well. For, for Android or iPhone, I've still been sticking with uh, Pocket Casts. It's it's just it's my favorite. Yep, it's on it's on Amazon Podcasts. If you have Spotify. We checked. It's on Spotify podcast there. Brian normally gets it done if we don't distract him too much. About 12.30 on Saturday, and then it'll pop up. Yeah, so in any of the show notes now in the podcast section, once the podcast is live, we just insert a player there. So if you want to go to the notes, you can pl- hit play while you go through all the notes. Yeah, right now it'll say for today, it says in red, link will appear here once show has been uploaded. And yes. then that will be replaced with that one there. And again, the show notes are at tech, T-E-C-H, hyphen, T-A-L-K dot C-A, tech hyphen, or in the USA, tech dash, C-L-A. And dash is going to become important at the end of the show. We'll have something special for you there. Okay, more texts here. From Nick, can you please remind me of the name of the best and cheapest AI image generator? Love the show. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Nick. Oh, well, cheapest is a different thing. So mid-journey is like, 10 US a month or 14 US I can't remember now yeah. I'm actually canceling mine because it's too much but there's a there's one that you can download and install but you need to do a little bit of code with it um, that's free oh heck I can't remember it the no. best the best free one if you want to create a picture you know of a puppy wearing a sombrero you know in a field of daffodils or something is the Bing AI and that's Bing Bing.com slash create bing.com slash create. Just bookmark that. And that produces square-sized, high-res versions. Gives you four, and then you can fine-tune it till you get what you want. Download them all. Uh, They are going to have uh, a paid version. Uh, It's going to be cheaper than the others. And it's going to allow you to change the the ratio, rectangular, vertical, Mm -hmm. horizontal, and and other things coming in in the new year. 
I should mention though that Mid Journey does have a free tier. Um, if I know they sometimes open it up or, or, or might be full, yeah. But you can try the free tier as long as you're comfortable using the Discord messaging app. You just add the Mid Journey bot and then you message it. You send it requests formatted a certain way and then it, it sends yes. you a message back with the images. Mid Journey is still the the gold standard because they've come so far. They're on V5 for most people, but Brian, V6 is out. Yeah, V6 Alpha is out. I've been seeing some images uh, going in this, the mid-journey subreddit, and I tried a few last night, and it's yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just adding t- tiers of detail and yeah. um, you know, correcting all these little funny things that, that the AI yeah. used to do. Stable Diffusion is the other big one um, for, that you can download. Yeah. Um, Bruce says, Alan, is Stokar different than iPhone wallet? So this is one of the ones I thought is a New Year's resolution that I that I put in the, the show notes uh, for you here. I've been a big fan of it for a long time. Stokard, S-T-O-C-A-R-D, is a free app that lets you stow all your loyalty cards. Barbara, you use this, I think. Yeah, I do use it. I find it very handy, and people are still surprised when you bring these things out with the... <laughs> All the cards or the wallet and different things. It yeah. still surprises people. The best thing about Stokard is when you tap on one of the cards, it goes full brightness. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the scanner will always pick it up. Air Miles, Scene, Triangle, Optimum. And the other things we really like is you can add any card that has a barcode that's not listed by simply clicking on the plus other card option at the bottom of the list. So I've added my rec center pass for going swimming. Mm-hmm. I've added my IMAX card, Suzanne's card, Emma's card. So if I'm getting the nice, advanced yeah. tickets, that. Attraction memberships like the uh, Malahat Skywalk, Butterfly Gardens. I've got them all in there. That's the benefit over the Apple Wallet is a lot of them. Now you can't just add any card. It's like transit passes, travel, or credit debit card. Precisely. The other ones you can only add if there's an app that integrates with it. Like the scene card app can put a scene card into your Apple Wallet, but you couldn't add it without the app. Where anything that has a barcode will work. Your library card will work on Stokard. And the other thing is if you have a membership that has your picture... Like uh, when I go swimming at Commonwealth, it's got fixed on there. Then there's a button that lets you add a picture of the card. So at Costco, at the front door, if they say, I'm not sure it's you, you just tap picture and they see your face. Oh, cool. So that's, that's absolutely free. The one thing about it is, to make it free, they keep trying to give you offers. Mm. Decline or dismiss all notifications and offers. That's the only little bit. What are the perks? Do you know if you take any of those offers? I've never, no. I don't really use Stokard. I just use it for my loyalty cards, but they give you, you know, 25% off. You go and buy shoes at Reitman's or something like oh, that. Oh. And so, no, it's not, I'm happy. That's totally up to you, but my my suggestion would be dismiss all the And so that's the difference, Bruce. Really good question. So if you want to sit down, New Year's resolution, pull out your purse or wallet. I think Suzanne got rid of 27. <laughs> and she didn't get rid of them. She just put a rubber band around, put them in the desk drawer. Wow. Yeah. So you can really lighten the load a lot because there's all these things that incrementally the, you get these extra ones and you go, okay, you know, there's one for, because, for example, Thrifty Foods now uses scene card. Yes, yeah. But that's also for the movie theater. So there's one card gone for two places, things like that. Mm-hmm. So And if you shop around a lot, then you can pick up all sorts of different ones. Staples, they don't yeah. have a loyalty program anymore. Uh, Michael's Craft Store. Oh, yeah. go there and buy stuff when Suzanne doing crafting with the kids she helps and things like that. So there we go. Uh, text here from Gail. I tried to print number 15 from the show notes last week and could only print single pages. No option to double side, which I can normally do on the Brother printer I bought last month. Yes. 
The show notes are designed for a new generation where printing isn't really a thing. Mm-hmm. I've split them. You will see they look like different cards. Each item in the tech news is a separate card. That way you can just do that. But you you may or not be able to get um, double-sided. In most cases, for some reason, the way Gamma set it up, Brian, there's no... I don't know why. It just doesn't talk to printers that way. Yeah. But so, it, oh, it's now it's even breaking them into... Oh my goodness. Yeah, this is one weird thing where Gamma formats for doing presentations, it can export and um, yeah. make uh, PowerPoints, it can build websites, all these things, but it doesn't really have a way to make it very printable yet. Yes. Uh, Doreen, I got your text on my iPhone. Glad to help with the new uh, Outlook mail app and calendar. I actually put that in for a New Year's resolution as well. If you want to check out the show notes, that one is item number... 17. Download my six page of instructions there. It's an awesome new app, but Barbara, it is out of the box different from the way people are used to using their mail app. Yes. So we've given you six pages of simple with pictures, what to change to make it back the way you had it, and then to turn on the great new features like blocking, reporting, and sweeping. Does that only work with the, the app or if you have an Outlook? <clears throat> yeah. It works with all Outlook um, email addresses? Yeah, the Outlook, it supports, it does not support Shaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're on at shaw.ca, this is the other New Year's resolution. 2024 is going to be the year when Rogers makes the decision. So while you have time to notify everybody, please get somebody to help you migrate off at shaw.ca. It doesn't have to be us. But that one, buddy, and that's one reason why. So this mail app will not support at shaw.ca addresses. Okay. So it those, does support telus.net. Those are quite the features you were mentioning a few weeks ago with the junk mail and everything. Yeah, so, that's yeah. awesome. People yeah. once they get used to it, they, this is so great because yeah. I go over and they had a you know fourteen hundred and twelve unread messages, and now they're down to twelve, and I go, yeah. that's much better. Okay, quick break and back with more when we continue on Tech Talk. Stay with us, by the way, if you have to go. Uh, We've got something special coming up for you at the end of the show. New Year's Eve edition of Tech Talk for 2023 as we head into 2024 and back to the phone lines and Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Hi there, Alan. How are you? Um, I received a notice of a data breach from MGM Resorts. Um, Gosh, we haven't been in Las Vegas for at least five years, but anyway... It was a big one. Everybody that was a customer of any MGM casino or resort, yes. Yes, so they've offered uh, a one-year free uh, credit monitoring system. Is it a good idea to sign up to that, and then what do I do at the end of the year? (laughs) Which one are they offering? Because they don't necessarily know where you live. They're just going by your email address. They may be offering an American one. There is a Canadian one. Their branch in Montreal. Oh, it did. Okay, yes. So you want the Canadian one. Yes, TransUnion. Yes, I would... TransUnion, my true identity. Yeah, that's it. So I would do that. It's a good idea because that was a fairly substantial breach of MGM. They got a lot of information about you. Uh-huh. Um, so I would sign up for that, and it's free. And at the end of the year, then uh, TransUnion will offer to sell you a continuation of your of your credit monitoring, but they won't 
they won't, they can't do it without you saying yes and giving me your credit card info. So at that point, no, probably some other company will get scammed and you'll hacked and you'll get another offer from another company. It's just become an unfortunate part of life. Maybe it's coincidental, but my Costco um, CIBC MasterCard, uh, somebody in Toronto was using it and... um, They had to cancel it and replace it? Because, yeah, and the reason I know is because I received notification when $100 or more is put on my credit card. Good, good for you. That's very good, yeah. And, uh, um, that so could be two, that. Two Normally, Shoppers Drug Mart, there was two charges, and then there was credit. So what they told me was that they realized that was a not a legitimate purchase, but two others went through, so they're working through that. So I you, just wondered, is that coincidental? I could be. It's really hard to tell. Um, the credit card company isn't going to tell you where the scam oh. happened. Do you have an iPhone or an Android phone? An iPhone. Okay, so if you have an iPhone, one of the ways you can dramatically reduce the chances of your card getting scammed is to use your Apple wallet. Add your credit card and your debit card there. And then when you pay with your wallet, it goes on your credit card like normal, but the merchant doesn't get your card number. They get a phantom card number that's good for one transaction only. So if there's any scamming going on and they try to use your card to buy a ticket to Tahiti, no, it won't work. That was, And they'll also, the system will get flagged. Very good. So try well, doing that. Just open up the wallet and tap on the plus in the top right and add your credit card, follow the steps, and then you don't even have to have your card with you. You just put the phone up. Yep. Pay with the phone. Yeah, exactly. But the key thing to, that you won't realize is it's not giving Thrifty Foods or the gas station or whatever your card number. Right. It's giving them a phantom card number, and that's a really good feeling. Does everybody have that? Yes. Any place you can tap, which is virtually everywhere, then, yeah, okay. yeah. I literally don't carry my wallet most of the time. I have my passport photo. I have the electronic driver's license on my phone. So I don't ever have to worry about my wallet getting stolen either. It's locked up at home. So I guess that means I'm going to have to start using my iPhone. <laughs> it's so nice. I can't believe I took years to get to it. I just, I yeah. can't imagine carrying plastic cards around with me anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm well in my 80s, so it's hard. Yeah, we don't uh, like change, but this one, and that's normally one. the rule, Barbara, that, uh, that we tell people. When there's this new thing out there, whether it's new to you or new from five years ago like this one, ask yourself, does this make my life simpler? Does this add quality to my life? Yes. Now I don't have to carry those cards. Now I don't have to worry about my card being scammed. Okay. Teach me that one. Yeah. No, Mm -hmm. definitely. So much of the other stuff we talk about on the show, you can let go. You say, no, that sounds nice, but, you know. Yeah, it's not worth the trade-off of having to learn it. Exactly. But even if you someone just helps you set up, input your credit card information, validate with your with your bank, yeah, and then you just have to double click and like and verify your with your face or whatever, yep. and tap, and you're done. I'm going to talk. I'll say it out loud. I'm going to talk to Ricky at London Drugs and see about maybe we can do a little mini workshop in the store where yeah. we can get people uh, to come in and we'll we'll walk them through the process. Yeah. And then we'll have a terminal right there where they can try making a, a you know a, a ten cent purchase. Sure, yeah. Just so but they we feel set comfortable it up with an organization where we do a donation. Yeah, we'll say we're teaching you, and you know to try yeah. it. Everyone will donate. Yeah, you make a donation, to, and we'll make the purchase a dollar, and then we donate it to Santa's Anonymous or something. Yeah, That's or good you idea. Can set it, okay, Ricky, I'll talk to you about that. I'm surprised um, I, how many cashiers are still surprised by it, though. 
<laughs> yeah. <clears throat> right. Well, because in Victoria, we really don't like change. You know, yeah. Mel Cooper taught me many, many decades ago. He said, if you stood on the street corner handing out $20 bills, mm-hmm. and one day you changed to 50, somebody would phone into CFAX to complain that they weren't consulted. Yeah. Didn't like that change. <laughs> I'll quickly jump back to the tra- uh, sewing TransUnion in Canada yes. as the offer. It's a two-year offer if you were yeah with MGM or whatever. Yep. Um, and so you go to mytruidentity.ca to get set up, and you'll input the, the activation code that they give you. Uh, and just the main thing that you're getting there is alerts uh, and key changes if to your credit file. Yes. If anything's happening there. So if somebody applies for a mortgage or applies for a new credit card at their address in Timbuktu, which is not you, then you'll get an alert. That So it's worth doing that. Uh, Patricia, yeah. And anybody else that's got that one, there's another New Year's resolution. If that email's sitting in the pile somewhere, yeah. you haven't got around to it. Yeah. They got, they got paper, paper. A lot of people got the Yeah, got you got it mail. physically mailed from Montreal. Yeah, good yeah. one. Okay, quick break. Final segment coming up. <laughs> Final segment of Tech Talk for not just for this show, but for 2023. Barbie, you were going to add something to our discussion about surge protectors. Yeah, the thing to keep in mind with surge protectors is that's that's it. They protect from surges, and there's many other things that happen to power that would, would change things as well. Yeah, yeah. like a surge is a peak in the power, but if you hit a valley <coughs> and the power cuts out, we had a, my dad's computer got fried yeah. by that, um, and when they looked at the surge protector, they said, no, that wasn't a surge, so our warranty is void, and we're not going to replace your computer. <laughs> so it's still not perfect. Um, yeah. But the it's UPS way better. units with ba- backup battery power is the ultimate way. Yes, and you can buy those at. Um, do you sell those? Do you sell UPS units? Not do, UPS, yeah. the shipping company. Yes, we, Unin- we do sell UPSs. Yes. Okay, UPS yeah. uninterrupted <clears throat> power supply. Yes, I was yeah. going to say if we'd said this in November, those were made a good Christmas gift. Mm. They're mm. not as big a deal anymore. Um, they used to be ubiquitous, but they're not that they've worked that. Um, Dean says, "Is there a wallet that works with Android?" On a Samsung phone, you get Samsung Pay. Google has one called Google Pay. I think they changed the name again. Brian's checking for that right now. I don't know if Google Pay will take other cards. Still card is on Google. Yeah, but uh, if you actually want to do it for credit cards where you don't give the merchant your card number, the Samsung one one masks the card number. Um, The Google one still... It's more of a convenience feature. That will change in 2024, and they will start using tokens as well. Good question, Dean. Uh, Hi, any good deals on iPhones around looking to buy outright from Dawn? You will never get a good deal on buying an iPhone outright. It's always you're paying the price. Text me, Dawn, and we can talk separately about why you would want to buy outright. If you've got a good plan, there's still ways to do it but you would never want to pay full price when you can get them literally boxing week at half price. Yeah, to have total independence is good, not to have to be locked in with a carrier or whatever. But um, is that worth $500? That's what we're talking. Right. Some of the yeah, deals some are of deals some of the deals so are $800 saving. Yeah, I so, mean I like not even buying anymore. I, I mean as soon as they make a subscription model, I'm just going to do that, but I'm yeah. just doing cycling bring it backs. Yeah. Bill says using the Apple Watch for credit card payments is much easier and more secure. Yes, that's another way. You just tap a look at your face and then do that. Gail says, how do I search for a previous email on the new Outlook? Happy New Year from Gail. Before I forget, I love the history and German version of Silent Night. Oh, thank you. We had such great feedback, Brian, to our special version. If you missed it, if you were traveling or something, we were kind of proud of last week's show. We really had a lot of fun, and especially the end. We did, for those of you that didn't hear it, it's on the podcast. It's there. 
and we did the Twas the Night Before a Canadian Christmas. And I think we, we got a studio picture. Even Juna and Milo came into the studio, got to see everybody, and we got a, a big picture for the Christmas yeah. special. So you will, you will find that there. When you go to the show notes, you will see at the very top, it says earlier show notes. Oh, and, and we can do that. Mary called in to uh, follow up on our conversation about Mal- Malwarebytes browser guard on Safari on a Mac. Uh, and she was asking about instructions, so mm-hmm. I'm adding number 25. No, this should be 26. 26 to the show notes with uh, instructions straight from Malwarebytes, and then I'll embed a video there, too. Oh, great. Russ has texted in. Alan, I think you mentioned having your driver's license and passport on your phone. Can you use those in lieu of the paper card version for all things such as a police stop or lost passport? Yes, if you use the EIDME app, that police departments will recognize it at a road check. They may have to hold you for a second while they check what's dispatched, saying, what the heck is this this guy's got? Passport, no, it's not legal, but if you have lost your passport and you've got high-quality versions of your passport photos and you need to get home, they'll have to talk to a supervisor, have to talk to somebody from CBSA, but in most cases... I can't speak for them, but in most cases, I've had clients that have said, okay, we're putting a note on the file, we're letting you fly home to Edmonton. Yeah. But next time, <laughs> we need to see the real thing. And that's good. Uh, let's see, from Chris. We're getting close to the end of my favorite radio program, and I'm going to take this opportunity to thank all of you for teaching me so many things over the last years, S in bracket, and I want to wish you all the best in 2024, a year that's supposed to be so good, they added a day to it. Chris. Oh, thank you. Yes, that's right. We're heading into a leap year. Uh, oh, yes. Wow. That is really cool. Okay. Um, there's, there's, oh, uh, my phone is on rotate for pictures, etc., but why does my text rotate and then I'm not able to rotate it back where it was? I have to literally turn my phone off and back on to reset it. Give your phone a firm shake. There's a gyroscope in there. Yeah. And if that doesn't do it, it is possible that the gyroscope has gone south. You don't say in your message what, what you've got there, so... It'd be a good one. Yeah, within writing a text message, is that what the... When the said? text rotate, but then it doesn't rotate back. So it rotates, uh, but doesn't rotate back. There is a physical little thing in there, a gyroscope, right. so that would do that. So there we go. This has been really fun, Barbara. Thanks, yes, thanks for thank joining you. us. Thanks, thanks for, for everything that, that you and the team do for printer repairs at Monk. We learned a lot about the new medium size ones there. Mm-hmm. We were trying to come up with something special to end the show, not just end the show, to end the year here. So uh, this came from a listener named Chris with a K. It's a poem by Linda Ellis. And now it's American. So it's called How You Spend the Dash. So whenever you hear us say dash in your mind, insert hyphen, but there's some rhyming in it. So here we go. How You Spend the Dash. A man stood to speak at the funeral of a friend. He referred to the dates on the tombstone from the beginning to the end. He noticed that first came the date of birth and then spoke the dating date with tears. But then he said what mattered most of all was the dash between those years. For that dash represents all the time they spent alive on earth. And now only those who love them know what that little line is worth. For what it matters, not how much we own the cars, the house, the cash. What matters is how we live and love and how we spend our dash. So think think about this long and hard. Are there things you'd like to change? For you never know how much time is left that can still be rearranged. If we could just slow down enough to consider what's true and real and always try to understand the way other people feel. And be less angered be quick to be less quick to anger and show appreciation more and love the people in our lives like we've never loved before. 
if we treat each other with respect and more often wear a smile, remembering this special dash might only last a little while. So when your eulogy is being read with your life's actions to rehash, I hope you'll be proud of the things they say about how you spent your dash. Happy New Year, everyone. And in French, Bonne. And in my horrible Croatian, Stretna Nova Godina. And Espanol, Feliz Año Nuevo. And so it goes. <laughs> <laughs>